happy Friday. Happy October. Oh, and for the real ones tuning in, happy Seinfeld officially on Netflix today. I could finally throw away those DVDs. All right, we're kicking this month off on stronger milk and cheese prices as we saw a nice upward move this week. Pretty aggressive, actually. This move we saw at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange this week can be defined by seasonalities as the calendar enters a new quarter, but also milk becomes tighter and demand gets stronger. We've got holidays in view, football's in full swing. Who wouldn't want more cheese, baked goods, and dipping sauces this time of year? Additionally, staffing concerns, transportation issues, they're all causing difficulties across all milking regions and adding this sort of inflationary support to the market as nearly every key export region of the world is facing shipping delays and complications. There's a lot of people concerned about empty shelves again this holiday season. Lucas, I think it would be great to have you sort of break down what happened in the CME spot market this past week for our dairy fans, and then we can discuss a bit of the global marketplace. Sounds like a good place to start, Alyssa. I think we'll look first at the uh, big outlier in markets, I think, as cheese prices rallied sharply over the past few days, pushing class three futures higher as well. Uh, We started off the week on just some slight gains on Monday in both blocks and barrels, but the price ticked steadily higher throughout Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, uh, peaking on Thursday before just a slight drawback on Friday, but still well above levels that we've been at over the past few weeks or months. I think importantly, you kind of mentioned it, seasonality is kind of driving this. Uh, bidders coming to the session and not finding many offers or much product available to meet their needs. Uh, milk still seasonally tight. Midwest held on a little bit longer than we thought, but spot milk values still above class prices across much of the Midwest. In blocks, it was the highest settlement on Thursday since January 14th. So we're close to calendar year highs the barrel price highest since May 13th. Uh, Pretty interesting to watch there. I will note that uh, high ground forecasts had kind of implied some strength here. Our uh, exact forecasts can, of course, be found for our customers in our monthly forecast update. In butter, fairly range-bound, not much new to report there, Uh, mid-170s prices there. We are seeing some stronger uh, trade flows at the spot market, uh, especially as we reach the peak demand season here. Um, Lots of product finding uh, its way into new homes there at the spot market. In non-fat, we did tick slowly higher, but I think it is important to note that we eclipsed the highs seen in recent weeks here. And actually the price on both Thursday and Friday, just shy of 140 per pound, highest since August, 2014. So we are at more than seven year highs there on non-fat. I don't think that we will race steadily higher there, but I do think there is some significant underpinning there as product remains tight globally, yet demand remains firm. Uh, Dryway two climbing higher. We're at 58 cents and held there uh, from Tuesday through Friday. It's the highest price we've seen since early summer, actually. You have to go back to June to find values like that. 
Uh, we did dip lower here throughout the summer months, but as cheese production and whey production tightens up and demand remains decent, we did see those tick higher. Certainly uh, lots to look at there in the spot market. I did mention our forecast reports there specifically to cheese, but just as a reminder, we do publish forecasts on all of these commodities and a few more. So if you are listening and not a customer, please don't hesitate to reach out to get those prices. And I wanted to add, you know, last week, as soon as we were done recording at the podcast, New Zealand's August trade data came out. So I wanted to take a moment to discuss those key takeaways. I think it's important to remember that August is historically one of the lowest export months across nearly every dairy commodity specifically from New Zealand. And while there was a lot of weaker figures during the month, this data wasn't necessarily a bearish signal. Key commodities like whole milk powder, skim milk powder, butter, and cheese were all showing a loss versus last August, but shipments for the season are still well above year ago levels. Instead, it was due to a combination of lower milk output throughout New Zealand in August, alongside the strong push to move product in June and July, and that kind of helped result in this weaker August shipment out of New Zealand ports. Yeah, thanks, Alyssa. Other than that, data, of course, came out late last week, but the High Ground Report published on Monday that you can read. I just kind of wanted to comment in general, um, you know, something that we've been watching closely over the past few months are these challenges on logistics and shipping and uh, just trade flows around the world. I do think uh, from New Zealand's perspective, um, you can see it in the data where uh, both Chinese buying and New Zealand shipments kind of reflecting this desire of end users to uh, buy up and make sure that they have product available, shifting from a uh, just-in-time to a just-in-case type of mindset as we see inventories climb in China. In the U.S. especially, though, I think on the West Coast, uh, for sure, continuing to deal with these products. We do get U.S. export data on uh, Tuesday, October 5th, I believe. So it will be interesting to see how the trends held up there into August. But even though we have seen very robust U.S. shipments in recent months, I do think that uh, shipping and logistics have kind of limited the upside there overall as global demand remains strong. If we can't get it offshore or if we have to kind of pay up for containers and deal with this unreliability of shipping, it will continue to cause headaches here. Uh, a few months ago, we might have hoped that this would clear up into the fourth quarter, but at this point, um, from High Ground's perspective, and I think well-established among the industry, these issues are not going anywhere. So just something to keep in mind here as we move into the holiday season where orders and uh, Christmas demand will certainly complicate things further. Brilliant. Thank you, Lucas. Yeah, we look forward to coming on and discussing all of those updated figures for you next week. And certainly interested in seeing what comes out of next week's global dairy trade event as well. We'll see if those prices continue to move higher as we continue to hear that the country's uh, struggling to produce incremental milk. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors.